0: The fact that you are a good person doesn't mean that everyone else has to be a good person like you are. Or the fact that you would go out of your way to do things for people doesn't mean you get that in return. To trust God, literally, when he says he's going to take care of you or when he says he's going to do something, keep going. Because we all have questions, we all have things that we don't understand.
1: I see the walls before me I feel the cages forming Seems like the wall is falling But I keep my head off the ground I see the wall before me I know what change is coming I hear the wall is falling So I keep my head off the ground We break into everything We break into everything Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breakers Corner where we shift mindsets around various topics such as family, finance, relationships, dreams and visions and most importantly opportunities and how to walk into them. We want to annihilate the assumption that we cannot break barriers. Let me tell you this today, there is more on the other side of you breaking that barrier that you would never know unless you do.
2: Hello and welcome to the Barrier Breaker's Corner, where we step out on faith and defy the odds. I am your host, Joyce Donkor. Today, we have our Barrier Breaker of the month of January, 2023. He's none other than Emmanuel Smith. He's a singer and a songwriter who was once a live semi-finalist on The Voice UK. Welcome, welcome to the Barrier Breaker's Corner Podcast. Thank you so much for coming. I really do appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you for having me, sir. It's a pleasure to be here and be considered. As someone who is breaking some boundaries and stuff, yeah.
2: Right. I'm super excited with the work that you've been doing over the years. I see how you've been working so hard with your singing and really helping your community. I was watching your videos uh, one of the days and I was seeing the work that you've been doing behind the scenes. And I think one of the things that really touched me was when you went on The Voice and you're talking about how you and your mom started from really low level and to see where you are now. And I just wanted to, I mean, if you feel comfortable talking about it, or if you can remember how you felt like back then, you know, as a young guy with your mom and the struggles, what was going through your mind at that moment, if you remember?
0: <laughs> obviously, I remember my mom, you know, obviously leaving me to from Ghana to go to the UK from a very young age. And I didn't grow up with my father in my life. So you can imagine my mom leaving don't have my dad with me. So I'll stay with my aunties and my grandmother who passed away a few years just after my mom left. I was very close with her. So that was, you know, a bit tough. So I remember coming to the UK, you know, getting the opportunity to join my mom in the UK, I was excited because I hadn't seen her for, I think close to seven years. Wow. So, yeah, so, you know, seeing her was amazing. And obviously, you know, from when you are living in Ghana, you imagine the UK to be this amazing place. You probably imagine, mom, I'm living in a mansion or something. So, you know, came, picked a and then driven home. And that's when the reality of the UK hit me. You know, people sometimes live in a place, but they're literally rented. I mean, I was too young to understand when she left. She was renting one room with in the house and it's all her belongings so the bed literally her bags everything and me coming and adding my bags and all of that kind of stuff and that's all we wow add in. you know and that time too she was seeking asylum which is you know that means that you didn't have your stay in that country into that you know and having to face the reality that listen you're not even here legally or an asylum seeker or you have Live a certain kind of way and everything. So, in that time, it was like a bittersweet moment. So, you're the UK, you're happy that you're in a foreign land, but at the same time, you're faced with the realities that you don't have as much freedom as you probably envisioned that you would have. So, tough time. But I think the greatest moment in all of that was the fact that, you know, I was back with my mom.
2: Right, right. I mean, the reason why I asked that is that sometimes when you're young, especially for young people, and Barberka's Corner is really seeking to help young people to break barriers, you see yourself in a situation where you are like, there is no light at the end of the tunnel. And what do I do? And so I had to ask that because some people feel like, oh, this guy just came. You know, he just arrived (laughs) and there was no suffering. There was nothing. But I just wanted to let people also know that people go through stuff before they get to where they are, you know, in their successes or wherever they are successfully in their lives. And so seeing that you went through that, you know, and coming to the other side and see how you're winning and doing amazing. So that's amazing to, I mean, encourage other people to step out on faith and just keep pushing. And so just want you to take us through your music journey. Like has music always been a part of you?
0: From a young age, obviously I've got to understand that my family it's very music orientated. Um, my grandfather, the director for his church. And uh, apparently he had such an, I never got to meet him because he passed the year, I believe the year or two before I was born, but apparently boys, he could play the instruments and all of that kind of stuff in my family. My mom and her sisters were part of the church choir, all of that. Music was something at a young age, I really enjoyed by myself. I'll be singing. I don't know. I feel like it was like an escape place for me in spite of anything that I was going through, I would just be by myself um, singing. But then when I went to London, I remember there was a time that I was singing and my friends happened to hear me sing. And in those times, it wasn't cool for a boy to be singing. Just started laughing and teasing me. I became kind of shy to sing in front of them again. I'm glad that it never broke my confidence because I would have given up and stopped. And, you know, a few years later down the line, those same friends were inviting me to sing at their weddings. I say to them whenever you're called to do whatever your assignment is, whatever you've been destined, it's a very thing that the enemy will attack you in, But keep going and just keep pushing. And it's, you know, I'm where I am, apart from the grace of God and faith, but also and I think that's what a lot of people, if you keep going to the gym, at one point it's bound to pay off. You may in a week or a month or even three months, but you definitely, as long as you keep at it, keeping the results. So that's what music has been for me. I've just, I love singing. I'm daily, I'm singing. Like literally I'm that friend that annoys my friends because I'm a, and it's not even singing that I'm showing off. I just love to sing music that's something to me. Yeah.
2: You remind me of my sister, Hanashi is also into music. And when you talk about how your friends laughed at you when you were singing, My sister, not that she was laughed at, but at that point in time in her life, she wanted to go into music fully. And like after high school, it was like, I want to do music. And there's no music in Gambia. Like we are from Ghana, but we grew up in the Gambia and there's no like music school to go to. And my dad is like, you have to do social work. You have to do social work. (laughs) And she would go to the class and she would not even do well. Like she was not confident in that class. Her grades were going really down and She was not happy at all and it was like my dad was so focused on that but she started a music school for young kids and now it's really thriving but a few years ago my dad my dad is a pastor and he launched her out like prayed for her in the the presence of all the people at church and was like you go full into whatever you want to do and that's because she continued to have that passion she pushed for no matter what You know, they were like social work, social work, social work. She was more into like her music, music, music. My dad even sponsored her to go to Dana at some point to go and do like a cause in music as well, which really helped her in what she's doing right now. So no matter the circumstance that you find yourself in, you just need to keep pushing. Then don't let anyone hold you back, you know? And I like the fact that you said it didn't let you, your confidence down. You just kept pushing. And now they're inviting you to (laughs) sing for their weddings. (laughs) that's really good that's really really good so what are some of the challenges you face in this music journey especially like coming off of actually before i even go into that what made you go to
0: the voice uk awesome so anytime i'm asked that especially sometimes you know i've done a few christian interviews and their spiritual answer and you know i knew it Destined to be no, that is there. I always tell people that as any singer, anyone who sings, you watch these shows, and you know you have a desire, you have a wish to one day be on a stage. Okay, I had a desire for it, prayed about it, and I tried in 2015 and 2017, and I tried X Factor and The Voice, and they both said, "Wow!" I mean, my confidence just went from this to because you know I was singing in church, people were loving it, so. I didn't understand, they said no. So I was like, wow, clearly I'm not as good as I thought I was. <laughs> so I remember in when it happened in 2017, end of 2017, I came home and I was so down, but I do. And I call it my promise, and I, it's me always singing to God and thanking Him at the end of every day. And when I came back home that day, I was upset, but I said, you know, I'm still going to do my promise. I remember my room was right next to my mom, so... Not knowing that every night when I was doing my promise, she heard me. She would hear mm-hmm. me. I did it before she got home that evening. I'm not in the mood. I've done it. I'm just going to sleep. Not she obviously was waiting because she knew I would do it at a certain time. And she did. She was like, oh, I know you're disappointed, but don't let it stop you from doing your promise. And I said, don't worry. I've already done it. So she was like, oh, she went. So I remember one of the things I did say when I was praying was that, you know what? I'm not going to chase them no more. If God is your will for me to be on a show like that, let them chase. Me. Mm-hmm. I was down the line, X Factor and The Voice contacted me and said, we've watched some of your videos and would like you to come and audition, produce auditions. Been to this stage before, was going to be new. I totally went for it, but this time I didn't tell no one because I was having in myself to people that I didn't make it through those producer stages because it's you have to go through before you make it to the TV one. I did that. And I remember I came to Ghana for like two weeks. And before I came, they said, you know, if you're successful, we will give you a call within two weeks. Yeah. So I came, and Ghana is known for profits. And I mean, those that can tell you your name, your number. Your <laughs> for business, real. <laughs> I literally, it's scary out here. <laughs> I came and one of my friends just kept bugging me that he asked this prophet friend I should go and his turn, blah, blah. So we're able to arrange that. I went there. I'm sorry, Sean. He saw me and he said, I, I see you singing and four coaches turning for you. But, and he carried on talking. He didn't just drop a big, you know, subject. So I was like, no, please repeat what you just said. That He said, yeah, I see four judges turning for you. I was like, okay. Now, mind you, that's when I came back to UK and then from oh, the voice saying you've made it to the TV.
2: Wow.
0: And I was like, okay. And then truly when I did sing, all four judges turned yeah. for me. So that word came.
2: Yeah.
0: Weeks or months even before the actual so it was scary. But being on that show, honestly, was such an amazing, amazing time because something that I was watching on TV, I was watching on YouTube, Right. I was like, wow, I'm actually standing on this stage and I'm looking at where I am. I'm looking at Jennifer Hutt and Tom Jones. I'm looking. Right. So I remember when I did sing and uh, they turned around for me and they were talking. Honest to God, I don't think I was hearing anything. They were saying, I was just standing is this actually happening like it was but honestly i'm just so grateful to god that you know i'm able to go on youtube and see myself what it's like i can take that off you know the list
2: right right
0: and you know it's just a story of also not giving up because in 2015 that could have just put me off and i wouldn't have done it again Mm -hmm. it just goes to show that sometimes it's just not the time yet but it doesn't mean that right yeah yeah
2: yeah i mean rejection doesn't mean it's a dead end delay is not denial they would say you know and so just that pushing forth and getting onto that stage how did you feel in that moment just being on the stage were you shaky were you like oh my god
0: what happens is that they tell you when you walk onto the stage it's 20 seconds before the song starts and then obviously you go walk to the stage that walk to that stage because you're walking place is quiet and you see the back of the chairs so you're walking and that walk is like the longest walk i've ever taken (laughs) 20 seconds that you're waiting for the song to start work from the band was like 20 hours and it's like you're scared that you don't start off on the wrong note because if this right the wrong key is like oh my gosh so i think so when i was working on the stage i was thinking okay there's two things that could happen here it could really go bad and that time I was kind of coming up in the gospel scene In mm-hmm. like, if this really goes bad, then that's it. Like people are just going to look at him. Look, he was trying to do this and it didn't go really well. Mm-hmm. So I looked over and I saw my mom and my sisters in the corner and I saw them. I said, let's go. Because I know what we've been through Ed, with, you know, my mom's struggling and sacrifice and everything for us yeah. to be. I couldn't let God down and I couldn't let her down.
2: Right, right.
0: If everything, that's why for my audition, people were like, wow, like the passion that, it's because I was singing from, I was fighting for my... Right. Yeah. And
2: yeah. And I was going to say that it just speaks to, you know, one, not giving up. You know, there's so many people like just committing suicide in this last couple of weeks and it's so sad and really break to... I don't even want to get emotional, but no matter what, like you need to keep fighting. When you see, like you said, I saw my mom and my sister and I was like, you know, let's go. You know, I don't want to let them down. I don't want to let God down. And when you come to that point in your life when it's really, really hard, think about your family. You know, I've been in situations where I've wanted to commit suicide a couple of times. But when I get to that point and it was like, sometimes, I mean, this is I'm talking about, like nine, eight years ago, and a couple of years after that, even in that time, I'm like, my parents have struggled for me (laughs) to be where I am today. I can't even let them down. You know, I have to keep pushing. I'm the first one. I have to make sure that my sisters see me as an example to even want to emulate and just move on with their lives as well. Because if I try to even give up in any way or form, they will see that and say, well, my sister gave up and also, you know, I can do that too. But when they see you pushing, they too are encouraged to push through. So you saying that just reminding me, just wanted to let other people know that no matter what the circumstance is, just keep pushing. Look at your family. Look at, you know, and sometimes I say on Barbers Corner that whatever you're doing, you're being a blessing to people that you know or may not know of. And so when you keep that yourself moving, you realize that one day someone will come and say, oh, this that you did 10 years ago really blessed me. Some people, you know, you yeah, on social media. Some people will never like or comment your, on whatever you post out there. However, they'll be there and like being encouraged your stuff. And you, you feel like, oh, nobody likes me. Nobody cares about me. However, you're yeah, being a blessing to so many people out there. So whatever anyone is out there doing, just be encouraged by it. Even Emmanuel's story right now and keep pushing. Don't let anything stop you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i just had to bring that up
0: i'm glad you're being you know transparent like that because i've had you know suicidal thoughts before people don't understand that you know because it's something that people don't want to talk especially when it comes to the church about depression and right moodle, and even the pressures of being the firstborn i'm a first child and mm-hmm. you have a pressure to set a certain standard you mm-hmm. know to make it for to you know it's bad your younger right. sim- Able to, and they then, when you attain a sense the high study, they also feel the pressure that okay, I have to I live to up to right. It's something. So I'm glad that we just can't give up. I mean, I always say to myself to give up and then do what, because the minute you lose hope in life, then there's nothing worth living for.
2: Yeah, and <laughs> to give up and do what, like I think, like okay, I get to heaven, and then God be like, so you killed yourself, and then yeah. Like, what are you doing here? Look at the things that are waiting for you, you know, that I had in store for you. If you only would just be patient, you know, the Bible says they that wait on the Lord. Just continue in prayer and, and keep pushing. It may sound cliche that we say continue in prayer, continue trusting God, but that is the, our only hope that we have. You know, He's the only one that we have. Yeah. So what are some of the challenges you face even after? So you didn't get through to, you were a fin- semi you didn't get through to the end, but how did you feel even in that time? Because, you know, some people will get to that point where they are like, oh, I should have won this. And then because they didn't win, you know, they lose all hope and not do anything about it.
0: So, yeah, I got there. So initially I was like, oh, let me, you know, audition and see where it ends up. Then you get to the next round, you're like, oh, okay. Then you get to the next one, you're like, oh, okay. Then you get to the semifinals, you're like, wow, I'm literally one step away from the finals. So I remember the night, because... A lot of people were tipping me to win. People were like, "Listen, you know, obviously there were other great contestants on there, but I was at least one of the favorites." Yeah. And uh, the names were mentioned of those going through, and my name was not part of that. I don't know. In that moment when I was standing there, and this was a live TV, I was standing there, and there was no emotion. I remember I didn't feel anything sad or ha- like I yeah. just. There's even backstage we we're like you've taken this so well. And I was just, I think I've just replied to them, well, it's not the end of my life. <laughs> you know? Right. I know that this is not the end. So, but I came off the show and I think, because I have a distinct look like, beard, afro, so I'm easily recognized. So when I'm walking down the street, people are like, oh, you're the guy from The Voice. Oh, you should have won. that no, 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 we're really voting for you. Oh, and man. I was, well, it made me feel like, yeah, I should have won. And I started feeling down and depressed. I went through honestly a period of being depressed and just feeling that what you know what could have happened if I'd gone, I don't know, and so many things were going through my head and closed myself away. But you know, I just blessed God because He kept me going in that season. He He brought people around me that were there to encourage and to push me. There were so many things, opportunities that opened even in the time you know I had people invite me because they saw me sing a gospel right. a song. Yeah think it could happen so so much went on after but i did go through you know depression because i was i felt low about Mm -hmm. myself Mm it was i not good enough and someone's like listen you made it all the way to the 75 still feel like yeah so it was tough i didn't share that side with people around me Mm because you know you're a strong person and you have to encourage people and
2: stuff (laughs) right
0: it was tough and there were times when I was just like like God, what's the point of all of this? And I think when COVID happened, it even was a whole Me- different
2: <laughs> made it worse.
0: Actually came off the voice the year before COVID happened. So it's like everything just shut down. Shut down. down.
2: hmm
0: I do music full time and it was like, God, how am I going to survive? It was a lot. And you know, but we're glad that we're here today to, right. to- and that's brought us through, because that's what I tell people in terms of giving up, some way, somehow you make it at the end of the tunnel. like you will always make it as long as you hold on to God and just believe, because you're not the first to go through struggles and mm-hmm. you won't be there.
2: Right. Right.
0: If people have gone ahead of you and they've been able to overcome those, those challenges and they're human beings, just like yourself, mm-hmm. they're not you to overcome that, which you're going.
2: Yeah. I remember in 2021. I had finished a job, contract job, and I was like, oh, God's going to get me another job, you know, in the next one week. I actually did get a job in the next one week, but I knew it wasn't the job for me. I said no to it. I already said yes to it, and they were sending my laptop, and then whilst I was praying at night, it was like, no, that's not a job for you, and I rejected the job. The manager was really upset. But then it took me three months to find another job, and in that first six weeks of saying no to the other job, I was struggling in my faith. I was like, why would God lead me? Why is this happening to me? You know, I've done everything that God wants me to do, you know, and now I'm here. And then after that, I realized that, you know, my heart posture was wrong. And that was when I started going back into the word, going back to fast and pray and then seeking God. And so like, when you talk about in that season. Sometimes it's the heart posture. What is your heart like in that moment of your life? How is your faith in God? Like for me, it was, I felt like an unbeliever at that moment. Like it's like, there was no God here to help me and all of that. But later when I realized, you know, I was like, no man, this is, this God is for you. No weapon from the against you shall So whatever you are going through in that moment, he's right there with you. And so this year, 2022, what's it called? I was fasting and praying and in the middle of that we were told that we had to leave our apartment and then I said to myself what happened last year is not going to happen to this year that situation helped me navigate my life in this season and so I started trusting God because finding an apartment in like two months before you close I mean you end the year it's hard and so I was just like I'm going to trust in God I'm going to hope in God I started praying you know scriptures you know reminding God of his word and God came through for me just like that and it was like Thank you, God, like the struggles that other people, went, I just literally watched a video of somebody saying I was looking for an apartment and taking her six months to find an apartment. And I was like, wow, I was so grateful to God because the lessons I learned from the previous situation helped me be who I am today, helped me to be able to push through in this situation. And so sometimes this situation helps us to understand who we, we are and the next time the you are faced with something like that, you are like, let me not do that again that I did, you know? And then you go back and you're full on just pushing through. So it's really important that no matter what the situation you find yourself in, one needs to like, keep pushing and keep trusting in God. <laughs> He's definitely going to make a way. He will show you the way and you go and you realize that mm, God was with me all along. Yeah. And just be grateful, you know, just being grateful. Yeah. So what are some of the lessons you've learned through this season?
0: I think one of the key things is not to expect much from people because I think sometimes we can have a lot of expectation from people and that's why we get disappointed, that we feel feel let down. The fact that you're a good person doesn't mean that everyone else has to be a good person like you are. Or the fact that you would go out of your way to do things for people doesn't mean you get that in return. It's not to expect so that when nothing happens or little happens, I'm not too disappointed. To trust God, literally, when he says he's going to take care of you or when he says he's going to do something, mm-hmm. don't how. Just say and just keep going. Because we all have questions. We all have things that we don't understand and things okay. that daily. But in this season, giving up is not an option. So many people that are dependent on you making it. And that the reality of that hit me. I believe, early in the year when I went to see one of my uncles that I didn't see him for twenty years, and he was telling me now he owns houses and a hotel and a petrol station. Oh, wow. at least. And he was telling me how he began, you know, the struggles he had to go through, and you know, I just looked at him and I was thinking to myself: if he had given up, right by him, who have a job because he right. wouldn't have right
2: been in the,
0: right and I. Like, set people's happiness and breakthroughs in a way lies in you not giving up For me it's that's one thing that i've really learned that i can't just think about myself Mm -hmm. because myself then i would give up i would just Mm -hmm. think it's whatever but when in earlier we think about our family we think about what our purpose and our assignment is then giving up it as much as tough Find a way to just keep going
2: yeah your assignment is not for you it's not even about you it's about those around you yeah literally one of the questions i ask on Barbara's corner is what do you know now that you wish you had known when you were younger
0: so being yourself Mm. i think so many of us worry so much what people think about us uh, just be confident (laughs) like walk to a room like you deserve to be uh, you know and everything. But I mean, as in confidence, Jesus walked into places and not, didn't I, or whether I should be or no, he walked right. into. I am the son of God. You know, I am a child of God. I think that's one of the things I've realized in this season that I wish I knew from before, like my identity, like mm-hmm. it, it plays such a big role because when you know you, who you are, you go after things, you don't allow certain things to distract. Well those kind of things. So that's one of the things I've learned. And also another thing that money, you know, a lot of us have, you know, in the past struggled with finances. And I I say in the past intentionally, because I know I'm declaring that when you try to hold on to money, Mm -hmm. coming to a place where you money in your mind is not something that is so huge and you know, money comes it's a weird dynamic bible did say it, that you know it's better to give than to receive like it's <laughs> yeah if you get more I, it's just weird how it works but that's one thing i wish i had learned and yeah
2: yeah i remember telling one of my friends that don't make money your god like i've always stuck with that for a very long time because the moment you make money your god you start chasing it everywhere instead of it chasing you money is supposed to be working for you not you working for money you know so at some point i pray that people break up of that mentality that i'm supposed to be working for money and go to that point where they're like this money is supposed to be working for me yeah what advice have you got for someone who feels like you know life is hard i can't break this barrier you know i want to move forward but it's difficult you know i can't at a point of giving up what advice have you got for them
0: i think two things The key thing obviously, you just have to trust God. His ways and our ways. Number two, so many pressures that we put us on ourselves is we put those pressures on ourselves because tells us that at this age you should have this. So when you get to this age and you're not married or you don't have this and you don't Mm -hmm. have that but his ways are not our ways. In his time, he makes all things beautiful. And it, as yeah, it sounds cliche, but I'm not saying I'm living that. I have to tell, you know, myself that, listen, the fact that your friends are getting married at this age, and it seems like that doesn't mean you failed. You know, it's a marathon. I have to learn that. And number two as well, apart from trusting God in this time, like giving up, like I keep saying, give up and do what? Like what is the if you say okay i give up i'm just gonna stay in bed I my know. whole life you're gonna be miserable more well miserable yeah
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i'm feeling low and i just take a walk just the fresh air and yeah i'm not yeah. fresh in the state the uk i mean it's cold but those kind of stuff can really help when sometimes mm-hmm. you just outside and you're able to just take in fresh air just relax and allow you know yourself to calm down because you come when you are hyped up or you're emotionally in the same place. Sometimes it's good and calm and that helps. Yeah.
2: That's so good. That's so good. Just taking that walk. It's like, it may look like, oh, this is like nothing, but just as simple as taking a walk really, really helps. One final thing. What's your favorite or one of your favorite scriptures?
0: Well, it used to be James 4, 8, which was, you know, drawn near to me and I'll drawn nearer to you. It's still one of my favorite, but I think when my mind of God preached, I haven't heard it so many times. But the scripture that says, literally says, And Jesus looking upon them said with men, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. And that hit me in a certain way that, wow. So when men are saying that this can't happen, that can't happen, that that's the moment that God is saying, it's possible. I love that scripture. So was really time I'm faced with a challenge and my people are telling me, oh, this can't be done or no one understand this. And then I'm like, oh, let's go. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah.
2: is possible. It is possible for everyone out there who is working towards breaking barriers with men. It may seem impossible, but with God, it is possible. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. I really do appreciate you for taking time out
1: and doing this with me. I'm so, so grateful. Thank you.
0: Loving me. Thank you. You're
1: welcome. Thank you for listening to the Barrier Breakers Corner podcast. If you liked what you heard, please give us a five-star review and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share with those you think can benefit from this information. Please email all questions, suggestions, and compliments to the BB podcast at gmail.com. The Barrier Breakers Corner Podcast is produced by the Podcast Laundry Production Company and executive produced by Joyce Donkor. The podcast music was written by Chidi Omenihu and produced by Andy Official in Begandia, West Africa.